we move forward into day eight reflection. Day eight reflection. My consciousness of the spirit within me as my unlimited source is the divine power to restore the years the locusts have eaten, to make sure all things new, to lift me up to the high road of abundant prosperity. This awareness, understanding, and knowledge of spirit appears as every visible form and experience that I could possibly desire. Everything is available to us. Everything is possible to us. And what I see in this statement is it just requires us to, one, make a decision, and two, be super clear about what you want. I think a lot of times people will say, well, I want to have a romantic partner. Okay, well, you know, what does that person do for a living? How does that person show up? What does that person value in life? You know, can you get so clear that you would be able to know when you met that person and instantly understand that this is what you've been attracting and wanting? So I think decision and clarity are a big piece of it. Um, the, the years the locusts have eaten, I think back on, you know, some years that were really lean, like counting change in a jar to get on the metro. And I don't think that this is a moment to like self-flagellate <laughs> because of those years. All of that can be wiped clean and made new again because we learned something. It happened for me, not to me. Uh, a woman who is looking to have and purchase her second home as a summer home for her and her husband and her family. And we had this delightful conversation and she felt like it was a, something she hopes to do someday. And what we really talked about is, okay, let's get clear on where's the home, how much does it cost, where do you want to be, what does it look like? And now you really start to manifest those extreme details. I have another another woman that I've talked to the same thing. She would she wanted a home in Maui. She had no idea exactly when this would happen, but she knew exactly what the home would look like. She knew where she would be standing, she knew what she would be wearing. And she left it out there. And guess what? She currently has a home in Maui. So oh, it wow. happened before she planned on it, but she was living as if it was already happening and being very clear on what that looks like. And it's up to you at that point. And it opened her up for abundance. And she walks this philosophy and the abundance philosophy all the time. Like, And it happens for her. And it's such a beautiful thing to see in action. When it comes to the... Um, understanding and the locus feeling like you should be, you should be able to say and celebrate your success and where you are in your journey without it compromising you and your values and feeling like bragging. Mm -hmm. And you really reframed this perfectly for me when I shared some of this with you at one point and it's more, take it from an educational standpoint mm -hmm. versus yeah. bragging. Yeah. I mean, there's so much that you know, because you've taught people to love the numbers that somebody could benefit from. Like, how can you make numbers sexy again? Because women see numbers and it just bores them to tears, right? But it is such a critical part of running a successful business and being intimate with the numbers and measuring things. And so how can you encourage people to do that? It's by educating them, not selling them on something. There has to be an exchange of money. Otherwise you'd be working for free and a girl's got to eat. But I think, you know, it's so important for you to be able to say, well, this is this is a skill that you're going to have with you for the rest of your life for this temporary exchange of money that's going to be going between you and me. I mean, I, I defer back to those years, like I said, of like, you know, where it was, it was 
tough going. And I, I recognize now looking back that, well, two things. One is that I was living very far from source. And the second is that there was a moment in time where I decided to focus inward. I started to work out. I got off that 2.30 a.m. shift of doing the news and everything shifted. That was when um, love came into my life. That's when I moved into my apartment with my my current apartment with my boyfriend. And so it was that commitment inward that made all the differences. It's not that he came into my life and then everything changed. Um, so we just have to always be reminded that God is in us as us and God wants us to be rich and wants us to be prosperous. God, universe, higher self, whatever num- word you want to substitute in. Um, and feeling is the one and only medium by which all of this becomes possible. Uh, if you ever watch The Secret, they talk about the fact that this is a feeling universe. So again, it's not enough to just intellectually believe everything that we're spouting here. Get it emotionally, and Joe Dispenza talks about this at great length. You have to get into the emotion of having what you want. What are some of the hacks when you surround yourself or you feel you're in, whether it's a negative environment or it's triggering some past things and you can just feel that energy? What What are some of the things that you would add for our listeners to be able to reach into their toolbox and say, I'm here. I can't just run away at this exact moment. I have to stay present. I might not have an an option, whether it's family, friends, associates, colleagues, whatever the case might be. What would you recommend? There's a Hawaiian prayer called the Ho'oponopono prayer that I actually pulled out of my toolbox this morning because I could feel myself swirling down that rabbit hole. And that prayer is four statements. You can say it in any order. But it's, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, and I love you. And you're not necessarily saying this to another person. It's actually something that you're saying to yourself. So I'm sorry that I was not conscious before, but I'm conscious now. Please forgive me for not being awake. I'm, aw- I'm awakened now. Um, thank you for coming into my existence because clearly there was a lesson I needed to learn and you are that hard mirror mirroring back to me and I love you. Meaning I'm extending that compassion to myself by saying I love you. Um, there's a great story of a Hawaiian psychotherapist who was brought into one of the highest um, security prisons, sorry, mental institutions in, in Hawaii. And for years, this institution had really been trying to bring in therapists to write the patient population. It was a horrible place to work. People, visitors had to shimmy down the walls on on their back because there was was that much fear about being attacked. And he's like, you know what, I'll come in, but you're going to have to let me do it my way. I'm not going to see any of the patients. I want you to put me in a room, shut the door. I'm going to look at every single one of their records, and I'm going to work on myself. And by working on myself, I will start to affect change. And that's exactly what he did. And lo and behold, within a few months, patients started to heal, patients started to be released. The workers enjoyed coming there. And all he did was say, I'm going to take 100% responsibility, even for creating all of these high security, high risk patients. I'm taking even responsibility for that, but I'm going to work and heal myself in order to heal the world. That is beautiful. What a wonderful tool for us to be able to use when we find ourselves in these situations and so easy to do. You make it sound and feel so 
delightful to be able to drop in and say those four statements to ourselves and the visualization of, of course, the physician in Hawaii is, it's fascinating to me. I love that tool. And I, I, again, this morning when I was just feeling like, like at my wits end, um, I woke up, I guess, on the wrong side of the bed. And so I just immediately started saying this over and over and over and over on my walk back from the gym, on my walk to my workspace. It's It helped to just bring everything into perspective and make me feel less anxious. And the one other hack that I've done on occasion is I set myself up to give a true compliment to a stranger every day. Oh, I and, love that. I, you know, whether it's, I see somebody walking down the street and compliment her on her dress, or I see a man walking his dog and say how delightful his dog and how happy he must be to be out walking with his owner, whatever the case is, just make a compliment to a stranger with real sincerity as well. And that that'll change the outlook of your day as well. I can't wait to talk about number nine because we're going to talk about the art and the act of creation. I think that that's another way that I'm able to escape my own self and get out of my own way is when I'm sitting and I'm creating. Um, I think that's been the huge byproduct of you and I doing this together for the four weeks is that anytime I feel like that I'm really at my wits end is that I'm like, okay, Joy, let's go create something so we can escape from this time. Great. Great. Then I look forward to reflecting on day nine next. Yeah.